Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So listen, we're going to really press in tonight. Um, I don't know if any of you have been enjoying these past few days as we've just been talking about, you know, from uh, basically Psalm 145 just through to the end of the book of Psalms. And it's just such a blessing to look at the focus on praise, praise Yehovah, and the importance of praise. And sometimes within this Hebraic walk, some people want to do away with a lot of the the praise that uh, uh, we can walk in. But the Father wants us walking in his praise. He wants us to be lifting up a new song, proclaiming his word, proclaiming his truth, that his promises are yes and amen, and we celebrate his Victory. Welcome, B, as well. Good to see you there. All right, let's just take a moment to pray. And uh, we're going to read uh, this evening from uh, Psalm 149. There's a couple of things uh, that we will look at as well uh, before we get there. Um, But, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the blessing of a Sabbath rest. We thank you, Father, for what it really means that we can uh, press in in the presence of Yehovah to know you. And Father, we value this time together where we can seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And we pray, Father, as we minister in the scriptures tonight, that your word will be true that we will see an outpouring of your Spirit, that you will minister to us. Father, where there's healing needed, that there will be healing. Where there is comfort needed, you will be our comforter. And Father, we ask for revelation to come forth and bring transformation within our uh, lives in Yeshua's name. So we just want to proclaim your victory And we stand upon your promises in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Okay, well, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to start in 149. And uh, there is another few scriptures that we want to to read. But like I said, just just to go over uh, yesterday how big and how great Elohim is as we stand on his promise. And then we we talked about uh, how Yehovah sustains the humble. There's something... <clears throat> so important about our praise that Yehovah remains faithful forever. So your circumstances, the events and the things that you might face, they might throw you into turmoil, but let that be just for a moment that we get to the place where we take a deep breath and we're able to, uh, you know, just align ourselves in the presence of Yehovah for the victory. Listen, when bad news comes, when difficult times come, the very first thing the devil wants to do is steal your shalom. He wants to steal the word of Yehovah, the promises of Yehovah that you have applied to your life. And that's why we live a life in the scriptures. We live a life before the King of Kings so that we can see his kingdom come and his will done. Okay, we've got Jerry joining with us as well. Good to see you. We've got Melinda. We've got Yogi joining with us. We've got Clint just giving us a message. Let me just read this. Kenny, could you please pray for mom tonight? She is in need of a supernatural healing. Uh, She's got numbness in her left arm and heaviness in her legs, heavy chest, and many other things that just came on suddenly. I believe that this is a demonic attack 
we could use all the prayer we can get. Well, we just got to stop right now and just pray for Clint's mum. We come against this attack and we recognize that all attacks that manifest in the flesh, there's a battle that's going on in the heavenly realm. So we rebuke you, Hasatan, and we say, get off Clint's mum right now. We speak supernatural protection over her, healing by the blood of Yeshua, and we just stand together as a community, and we say, you are healed right now in Yeshua's name. We speak to her legs right now that all the uh, the heaviness that she's experiencing will go away. We speak strength to her heart right now in Yeshua's name and we just proclaim victory in Messiah. We stand in the gap as the body of Messiah and we say, Hasatan, get your hands off and away from Clint's mom right now that she will walk in victory and be supernaturally healed in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yeah, what a blessing that we can be live and we can interact with those in need at this time. So Clint, we'll continually lift you up as well. And uh, we look forward to the the praise report about your mum. Hallelujah. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, what we're talking about is, (laughs) we're actually talking about in the place of crisis, how to get our peace. What do we have to do in in the place of peace. How do we see his peace established? And listen, what we've got to do is we've got to be meditating in the word. In fact, before we read the psalm, I want to go to Psalm 1 because, you know, this is very important, you know, that we have got to get to that place where we delight ourselves in Yehovah. We have got to be walking in the delights of a mighty Elohim. He is a mighty God. Blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. And here's the key. His delight is on the Torah, on the law, on his instructions of Yehovah. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Why? So that we can be like trees planted by streams of water which yield its fruit in season. So it doesn't matter what's coming against you. If the word of Elohim is established within our heart, we can rebuke the storm. We can rebuke the the enemy. And listen, we know that sometimes there's a raging battle that's going on in the heavenlies and it can take time to break through. But we stand in the gap individually and corporately to see the victory. And that's what I love about, uh, you know, what we're going to read in Psalm 149 when we get there is the importance of how we stand together as the body of Messiah. We are like trees planted by streams of water which yield its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither whatever he does prospers. We stand upon the promises of Yehovah that your promises, Father, are yes and amen. We do not need to walk through our life in this world in fear on how we are going to get through a day. How are we going to get through this next phase? We've got to engage in the heavenly realm and deal with the assignments that the enemy has against us. And why does the Father not just lift them? Because he is teaching us that even in the place of trouble, even in the place of victory, that what the enemy does... uh, 
to harm you, the Father will turn it around to bring blessing to you. He will not take the temptations and the trials away from us because these are the key things that will perfect us in our faith. So we just want to proclaim right now that we are overcomers. Come on, say this. I am, I can hear you talking back to me right now. I am an overcomer. Hallelujah. We are overcomers in Messiah. And together we are a force to be reckoned with in the presence of Yehovah. Our leaf are not going to wither. So it's not just about the fruit. It's about us being strong. It's about the, the, the sustaining power of a mighty God present in every aspect of our life. Whatever we do prospers. Not so the wicked. They're like chaff. The wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment or sinners in the assembly of righteous of the righteous and look this is exactly what the wicked want to do they want to intimidate you to make you think that they have power to make you think that they have the ability to a uh, a uh, judge you come against you oh you you that wants to be holy that wants to walk with Yehovah why spend all your effort in that stuff you're just a miserable whatever but the reality is we understand the devices of the enemy we're not fighting against flesh and blood so when we listen to the words of the mockers what's our response to them that we will stand in the name of Yehovah and listen you know the enemy's been defeated Yeshua is victorious over the enemy. So he might be aiming his weapon at you, but his weapon is nothing. He is not armed. He he is not a real threat when we are in the presence of Yehovah. So in the midst of everything, in the midst of the challenge, what we have to do is stay under the covering of a mighty God. Verse uh, 6, For Yehovah watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Yehovah watches over the way of the righteous. So just picture that as he is watching over. What is he doing in the watching over? He is protecting us and he is recognizing the assignments that the enemy is doing against you. And you know, all the years that the locusts have stolen... The Father says he will repay, he will bring back. So do not be afraid, O flock of Messiah. Hallelujah. Verse 2, his delight is in the instructions of Yehovah, and on his Torah he meditates day and night. Delight yourself in Yehovah. Delight, the importance of delight. Okay, let's go to Psalm 149 as we read today. It opens with the, the declaration, Praise Yehovah. Hallelujah. Sing to Yehovah a new song, his praise in the assembly of the saints. And we talked a little bit about this over the last few days on the importance of the new song. We don't just want karaoke praise and thank you, Father, that we can listen to recordings of uh, great uh, praise and uh, really experience the blessing from that. But when you experience the goodness of Yehovah, the supernatural, the miraculous uh, outpouring of his spirit, there's a new song that's going to rise up. And, and take note of the words, take note of the song. It doesn't matter how good you are at singing, 
but just allow, as you sing in the Spirit, just allow the new song to arise from your heart. And it's okay if it doesn't sound perfect. It's okay if you're off tune. You can sing a new song. Why? Because it's doing something inside of your heart and it's doing something in the presence of Yehovah. It says in verse 2, Let Israel rejoice in their Maker. Let the people of Zion be glad in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with the tambourine and the harp. For Yehovah takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. Let the saints rejoice in his in, in, in this honor and sing for joy on their beds. So it's not just, you know, you know, one hour a week. Oh, it's Shabbat. Okay, make sure we spend a couple of hours with other believers. No, we've got to get to that place where his delight, the song, that we recognize who he is. You know, do you understand that, you know, that as we praise our maker, as Israel, as we say, thank you, Father, you are the one who set us apart. You gave us a covenant. We're a covenant people. It's not just about our identity and whatever nation we have come from, but we have co- we are called to be part of the kingdom of Yehovah. The entire scripture and the gospel is all about the kingdom. It's not just about, you know, uh, come to Yeshua. Everything's going to be great. He's going to make you happy. No, it's not about your happiness. You are lost in your sin. We, we are broken. We are separated from Yehovah before we find him. And then we receive him. We are being born again of the Spirit. We are being transformed in his presence. And I love what it says. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the people of Zion be glad in their king. Well, how are we going to rejoice in our maker? How are we going to be glad in our king? What's going to cause us to dance and to praise his name, to make music? What What's going to cause all of this? As we see the fruitfulness of the blessing of Yehovah upon our lives. For many years, we've talked about the roots of the faith and we're always emphasizing on living life in the spirit. We've got to live life in the spirit. Don't get caught up in religion. You've just tuned into a religious free zone. We don't care about religion. If it's in its Christianity form, if it's in its Judaism form, we are not here to focus on religion because the scripture is all about relationship and we want to walk in the fullness of what it truly means to delight ourselves in Yehovah. And what we see here in verse 4, it says, Yehovah takes delight in his people. So what type of responses do we see that, that will happen when we delight ourselves in Yehovah. I want to just point out a couple of scriptures um, before we move on to the next section. In Psalm chapter 37, still within the Psalms, you know, again, one of my favorite, another one of my favorite Psalms is Psalm 37. You know, I love it. Verse 3, trust in Yehovah and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. See, it's about the kingdom. It's about the land. It's about taking, uh, you know, uh, the the ground in which we are standing on. Hallelujah. Verse 4, delight yourself in Yehovah and he will give you the desires of your heart. 
delight yourself in Yahovah. So when we see the Father saying that he delights in his people, what type of responses? If, if, if the Father's given us the desire of our heart when we're delighting in him, how, what's, what's he going to do to us if he's delighting in us? So the question is, how does he see you? How does he see me? Does he see us in our filthy rags or does he see us, you know, washed in the blood of Yeshua? You know, yes, we're a broken people. Yes, we're a sinful people. But in Messiah, we are ex-sinners. We are no longer called to live a sinful life. We're called to live in the presence of Yehovah. So what steps are we taking to delight ourselves in Yehovah? It says in Psalm 16, verse 8, it says, I have set Yehovah always before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be shaken. I set Yehovah before me. Hallelujah. So we want to proclaim the victory of Messiah and recognize who he is. In Psalm 46, verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am Elohim. I will, I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. This is who we are serving. We are serving a mighty Elohim who has gone before us. And we just release the victory of Messiah. And here we see the Father is saying, I take delight in my people. He crowns the humble with salvation. You know, one of the most beautiful things that can happen to you and me that's happened to us already, most of us, I believe, and that is receiving salvation. You know, we needed deliverance. We needed a way where there was no way. We are born again of the Spirit. And if you're watching right now and you're inquiring about God, but you are not born again of the Spirit, you haven't accepted Yeshua as your Lord and as your Savior, then I encourage you, humble yourself before Elohim now and recognize that the reason we come for salvation is because we're lost in our sin, not because we're trying to be happy. That's not what uh, walking in the faith is all about. Yes, he will delight in us. We will delight in him. We will see the blessings. But if there's ever anyone that should have been walking in depression, it should have been the Apostle Paul when he talks about, uh, I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, when he talks about the persecution and the pain and the difficulties and what he faces all day long. You know, the floggings, the beating, the imprisonments, being lost at sea. Imagine being lost at sea for a, a day and a half. You know, all these different assignments of Hasatan to break him, to pull him down. Yet through all of it, he found the place to praise. What's your situation like today? What are you facing today? Are you able to find the place of praise? And it doesn't matter, you know, if you don't feel it. It's nothing to do with the emotional realm. We know what truth is. And it's the truth that sets us free. So if you're waiting for the fuzzy wuzzies, if you're waiting for the feeling, <clears throat> I just want to encourage you. You proclaim the word of Yehovah and you will see his promises fulfilled. If you've been asking the Father for the gift of tongues, yet nothing's coming forth, you know, don't sit back and wait for, you know, oh, you know, what, what's the Holy Spirit going to do? Take control of your tongue and start uh, uh, speaking through you? No, you open your mouth and start proclaiming. 
Harima Satika Hamasho, Rosto Kohasha, you speak out in tongues, you proclaim in tongues, you open your mouth, let the sounds rise, and all of a sudden you'll start to see a mighty outpouring of the Spirit take place. It's not difficult if you are asking for the gift of tongues. The Holy Spirit will give it to you right now in Yeshua's name. Just open your mouth and just start letting the sounds out that come to you and watch what the Father is going to do as he manifests the gift of tongues upon your life. And it's an important gift. Why is it important? So that we can be edified and built up. We want to be built up. When you run out of words in your language, your main language, if it's English, Spanish, whatever, Hebrew, when you run out of words, when you start praying in the Spirit, you're praying in a heavenly language and you will see the victory of Yehovah. For Yehovah takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. You know, you can't come and receive salvation. I deserve salvation. Come on, God, give me salvation. No, you don't deserve anything. None of us, we can't do anything. You can't work for your salvation. The only way you can receive salvation is to come before Yehovah. And listen, don't stand in your pride even after you're saved and think that, that, that God owes you something. You know, we're called to align ourselves in his word. You know, salvation is a free gift, but he expects us to be a pursuer of his presence, a pursuer of his love, of his faithfulness and the fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Let the saints rejoice in uh, this honor and sing for joy on their beds. Hallelujah. Come on, take a moment. And just praise Yehovah for your salvation. Father, thank you. I thank you. Man, I, I know the moment when I was so lost. I know the moment when you said to me, He who lies to himself is the greatest fool of all. Because I've been telling people that God is not real. And then I realized that I had an, uh, an impacting um, encounter with the living God. And I saw his reality. I heard the voice of the Spirit saying, I am real. I am your God. I am real. Why are you persecuting me? Why are you doing these things against me? We can rejoice in the honor of salvation, that we are crowned, that we have humbly come before him and received from him. And we can sing for joy on our beds. Come on, don't lose the joy of your salvation. And that's a note someone needs to take right now. You're walking around all miserable and, you know, you've got nothing good coming out of your mouth. Then you need to rejoice in the joy of your salvation and say, Father, take me back to that day. Take me back to that place where you supernaturally transformed my life. I want to receive from you. May the praise of Elohim be in their mouths and a double-edged sword in their hands. Hallelujah. May the praise of Elohim be in their mouths. Listen, this is not something that gets worked up, that's just encouraged by others, but we encourage each other. Why? What have we looked at in the first part of this psalm? We're seeing how uh, the community of believers are encouraged to praise 
And, uh, uh, you know, they're saying, come on, praise Yehovah, praise Yehovah together. Sing to Yehovah a new song, his praise in the assembly of the saints. So we come together and we praise and we worship in the assembly of the saints. Then we, we see the importance of creation. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the people uh, uh, let the people of Zion be glad in their king. Let them praise the name with dancing and make music uh, unto him. So, so what are we seeing? We're, we're seeing the importance that Elohim is to be praised as our maker. He is our creator. And continually over these past few days, we've seen the importance of the creator, what he has done for us. Look at the heavens. Look at the the sky as we see in the previous chapter in verse 4. Praise him, you highest heavens, and you you waters above the skies. Hallelujah. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all you heavenly hosts. Praise him, sun, moon, and uh, sun and moon, praise him, all you shiny stars. So we see the importance of looking to creation and proclaiming to creation. Praise Yehovah. Why? That's exactly what they are doing. They are out there shining unto a mighty Elohim. That's why when you look at creation, you can see the gospel and, you know, uh, just the, uh, the, the signature of Yehovah all over the place in creation. Then we see the importance of praise within uh, our salvation. Hallelujah. That, that we are rejoicing in salvation, that we take pleasure and, you know, we are joyfully singing at what Yehovah has done within our lives. And then we see here, may the praise of Elohim be in our mouths. Never lose that place where his praise is in your mouth. If you suffer with depression, if you've got all the wrong things coming out your mouth, then all you've got to do is fill your heart up with that which is pure, with that which is right, and you will see the victory. It says here, and the double-edged sword in their hands to afflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the people. Well, I just want to go to Revelation here a second. Uh, Revelation chapter 1, just want to read a couple of verses or, or just a verse here. It says in verse 16 of Revelation chapter 1, In his right hand, this is Yeshua, he held uh, seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like uh, the sun shining in all of its brightness. Hallelujah. In his hand is a double-edged sword. So what are we seeing? We're seeing the truth and also the severity of the word of Elohim. It's two edges. It's going to bring forth his truth to come against that which Hasatan has tried to influence you with. And it's also going to bring forth judgment. In Hebrews chapter 4, just turn there quickly. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4. Um, Let's just have a look at that uh, the scripture. It says that's the other scripture about the word of Elohim is living and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from Elohim's sight. 
Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. The word of Elohim is living and active. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. Listen, never discount the importance of standing on the word of Yahovah. Why? What does the word of Yahovah do? It takes away doubt and unbelief because we fill ourselves up with the truth, with the knowledge of his truth, with his goodness. May his goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. So we have a double-edged sword in our hands to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples to bind their kings and fetters, their nobles and with shackles of iron to carry out the sentence written against them. This is the glory of all his saints. Praise Yehovah. This is the glory of all his saints. Listen, this is the day to receive his truth. Don't wait until the sword is coming in judgment. You know, as we read in, in Hebrews chapter 4 there, the Father knows. He sees everything. His truth will pierce all the way through. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what we are facing, but we want to rebuke demonic assignments. We rebuke the, the, or, or we ask the Father to open our eyes to identify the areas the enemy is attacking so we can quench the fiery darts of the enemy, that we can start rebuking the things that he is doing, that salvation will come to this generation. Yes, I'm rejoicing that this world is getting darker because all it's doing is increasing our opportunity to minister truth. So we don't need to run and hide and get under some rock so no one knows what we're talking about, what we're saying and what we're doing. No, we are called to be proclaimers of the truth from the rooftops, from the mountaintops. You know, this little light of mine, what are you going to do with your light? Are you going to hide it under a bushel? No. Are we the people who will let it shine? Let it shine. Let his light shine from our lives. Many people are trying to check out. And what's the Father saying? I'm just looking for a people that will desire to check in. Hallelujah. We've got to get to that place where we check in. So I want to read Psalm 150 as we close out uh, this uh, few chapters at the end of the book of Psalm. And uh, I love this. Praise Yahovah. And, you know, as a drummer, this uh, this chapter speaks to me a lot and you know we used to we used to sing this the song with the words of this chapter i used to love playing it on the drums you know praise elohim in his sanctuary again what are we saying come on we're called to come together don't get caught out and think that you can live your life in the spirit in a place of isolation yes there's times where we may be isolated But we are prophesying and proclaiming that the body of Messiah will be joined together as one. That we will walk together as one in the victory of Yehovah. Praise Elohim in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. So the first thing we are seeing in this psalm is the importance of his mighty heavens. Who is this God? No matter where Elohim is, he is to be praised His mighty acts 
and for his excellent greatness. He is a great God. He's a righteous king, ruler over everything. So we focus on that word, mighty. Praise Elohim in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. We just want the whole universe to be filled with the praise of Yahovah. Verse 2, praise him for his act of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. And now we're getting into the musical instruments and the importance that music holds in praising Yahovah. Pick up an instrument, start praying, start worshipping in the Spirit on those instruments. Hallelujah. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with the tambourine and the dancing. Praise him with the stringed and flute. Praise him with the clashing of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals, not just with... Come on, let's get those cymbals going. Come on. Bring in that resounding symbols. Let everything that has breath praise Yehovah. It's mandatory. We are all called to praise Yehovah. If you choose not to praise him right now, let me tell you, there's a day coming where every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Yeshua is Elohim. So we will all praise him. The whole world will all praise him. And I thank you, Father, that we can end with making the declaration, Praise Yehovah. We are your people. We are called in accordance with your will and purpose. We are not going to shrink back, but we are going to see the victory of Messiah within our lives. So I encourage you, let's be a people who stand. Let's be a people who delight ourselves in Yehovah, because this is the key that we get to the the, pl- the the place where we recognize that his praise needs to come out of our mouths. If his praise is not coming out of your mouth, then you what are you speaking? We're speaking negativity. We're, you, you're speaking out of the fleshly realm, but let the praise of Yehovah well up within you. And the key for you seeing that is when we recognize that Yehovah delights He takes delight in his people, and we make a decision today. We choose to delight ourselves in Yehovah. We commit our ways to Yehovah, that his ways are perfect. We trust in Yehovah with everything that is within us. We stand upon the promises of a great king. So we are not going to be those that shrink back. Trust in Yehovah and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Do not be in fear of what the enemy can do. If Elohim be for you, who can be against you? Who can separate you from his love? Delight yourself in Yehovah and he will give you the desires of your heart. I'm reading Psalm 37 again. Commit your ways to Yehovah. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before Yehovah and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes. The next verse says, Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. Let's be those who delight in Yehovah, knowing that the desires of our heart will be fulfilled. But listen, what is the desire of your heart? Is the desire of your heart 
for your own selfish ambition and all the things that you want for self, or is the desire of your heart to fulfill the will of Yehovah? Let's be a people who make a difference in this world to bring change into the lives of the brokenhearted. Oh, Father, break our heart with the things that break yours. May we witness your signature on the land, right where we are. May we witness your signature. May you minister through us healing. We ask for the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit to be upon every one of our lives. What gift do you need right now? Do you need the gift of healing? You know, Clint, lay hands on your mother if you're in the same location. You know, we can see the manifestation of his healing power. We can see the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. So I encourage you, ask the Father, what gifts do you need right now to break through in the midst of the trials and the uh, circumstances that you might be facing here today? Hallelujah. I want to thank you for taking time to listen today as we just edify and build ourselves up in the most holy faith. What a blessing it is that we can fellowship together. And I appreciate every single one of you. If you're encouraged with the word, I want to encourage you, share this word with others. You can go right now and share it on social media so that other people can get this message of encouragement uh, right now. Isn't it amazing what we can do with social media? You don't have to put something in the mail and send it, you know, and get it a week later. No, you can just click a little button and send it to someone's private message box and make a difference in someone's life. If you want to share testimony or you have prayer requests, please write to me, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you want to participate in our uh, monthly newsletters by sharing testimony, giving a, a report, or if the Father's given you a short word you want to share, then send these things in so that we can collate them into our newsletters to be an encouragement to the body of Messiah. So we're, we're less than, well, we're like a week away for uh, the, the, the new newsletter. So I encourage you, send in content. It'll either go in this coming newsletter or the next one. And, you know, let's see what the Father's going to do. But don't forget tomorrow, what's tomorrow? It's our Zoom call. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you that we get ready for the Crossing Point community, that we come together uh, and fellowship together. We can share together. And, you know, the foundation is that we pray together, that we capture the heart of the community and we walk together, we pray together, we come into agreement together. You know, it's not a forum where we do what some call mid-ration through passages. That's not the purpose of the Zoom call. The purpose of the Zoom call is that we edify, that we build each other up, we pray, you know, we we, we talk about what uh, we've been sharing on this last week and we encourage each other in the presence of Yehovah. So if you want to give to the ministry, it's uh, bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. You can see the give link in the uh, the top of uh, the description. And I'm also going to post here as well, uh, with the Zoom call, one thing I never said, um, we're going to keep it all private now. You have to use the username and password, and you have to get uh, the link to be part of our Zoom call because we kind of got attacked last night or, or last week. Um, so 
if you are not signed up to get our emails, you're not going to get that link. We will also post the link on the Crossing Point group page uh, because that is private. And uh, the purpose of us keeping it private, it's not a public meeting, it's a private meeting. And the reason it's private is so that we can uh, spend time fellowshipping together, that we can open up our hearts to each other and we can minister together as the body of Messiah. So anyway, that's the link there. Uh, we do broadcast the Zoom call onto Crossing Point Global Community page. So if you haven't got Zoom or don't know how, excuse me, you don't know how to use Zoom, you can go onto that page and you can participate. You can also uh, post comments and we will see that and we will share it in the Zoom call as well. So I appreciate everyone who's been giving to the ministry. If you're not giving to the ministry and you want to give, then please do at buildthoseoffaith.com because we need your support for the things that we are doing so that we can make an even greater difference for the kingdom of Yahovah. So until tomorrow, uh, Yahovah bless. See you tomorrow. Hallelujah. <laughs>